Hey everybody, so before we jump into today's podcast, I just wanted to A, thank you guys, give you a little bit of a reminder. If you enjoy this content, however you're watching it, consuming it, please like, follow, subscribe, whatever you gotta do, comment on it. If you can, leave us a review. It really helps us out and it can help grow our platform and reach more people. And if you know someone that can benefit from this, please share it with them. If you have a question, if you wanna reach out to us, let us know. And then lastly, we have all of our amazing programs, courses, and coaching available in the resources below. So check that out. Definitely take advantage of it. We have everything from free options all the way up to paid programs and everything in between to fit pretty much anyone's budget. And it's just a matter of how customized it's going to be based on the price point. So there's really something for everybody. Thank you guys. Let's get on into the episode. Yeah, fighters, what's going on, everybody? Mike here, episode 70, and it's day four of my blog. Um, It's 10 o'clock right now. So it's been a common theme the last two days, getting the recording done a little bit later. It's been having busy days. So I apologize again if it's a little low energy. I'm trying to keep it up for you guys. So yeah, I slept a little late today. Slept till about nine. Wanted to make sure I got my recovery in. Um, Again, fortunate this pretty much whole week. I don't really have to wake up early for anything in particular besides training. So I like to just kind of let my body wake up on its own. Um... Did my same pretty much guys I have the same morning routine you're gonna notice this so I don't want to spend too much time talking about that got my water made my shake went for my walk boom hit the gym got kickboxing and honestly guys I felt kind of shitty today um even after I woke up like I just didn't want to get out of bed I felt a little lethargic a little tired um you know yeah it's Thursday yesterday was a hard training day a little bit higher intensity um today's a little more focus on strength and skill set so when I went into kickbox uh, I didn't have that same pep in my step, so I really was just focusing on, I still did 30 minutes consecutively, um, took a little bit of a water break here and there when I really felt my energy was dropping, but tried to keep it again consecutively to lay my aerobic foundation for 30 minutes this week, that was my goal, I like to stick to that plan, um, so got in there, got my warm, I did the row machine today instead of our jump rope to warm up, just a little change, um, kind of use a little bit different muscle activation, stimulation, all that good stuff. And, uh, yeah, did my 30 minutes, finished up with, uh, 50 roundhouse kicks. So 25 each leg, hundred alternating push kicks, hundred skipping knees. And then instead of jumping in the sauna today, I jumped in the hot tub, gave my body a nice little soak. That actually felt really good and got ready. And today I had, um, meeting and an interview uh, with Care Partners, part of Mission Health Hospital down here. Uh, that actually was really exciting. So kind of throws a curveball into my plans though, because originally I was thinking of working with another care partner facility. I was dealing with adult care, specifically Alzheimer patients. Um, and one thing I've noticed is that, you know, in this hospital setting, because obviously they're usually large companies, if you fill an application, usually you'll, sometimes your resume kind of gets passed around like, hey, he might be good for this position. So I was fortunate enough they gave me a call for a different um, position and opportunity. Um, honestly, I'm, I'm kind of excited about a lot of different positions they have open right now. So I'm not really set on one particular thing, um, whether it's working with the Alzheimer patients and the elderly to that capacity or in the new facility I was at with dealing more in the transportation side of things, working with patients, getting them to their appointments, getting them to the facility, making sure they have everything. Honestly, and and this is no disrespect, 
to um, bus drivers or anything like that, but it was really like a glorified bus driver position. And not that there's anything wrong with that because you get the opportunity to have a rewarding position where I get to interact with patients. There's still that medical care. It's still somewhat of a clinical setting, but it's realistically less hands-on in the areas of interest that I have. And one thing we were talking about was some other positions that were available dealing in uh, rehabilitation, working with a the physical therapist, maybe working with a dietitian. There's a couple other positions that would be a little bit more appealing to me just because of the clinical experience and the interaction with the patients and the results we'd be able to kind of deliver on that. That gets me more excited. Dealing with small group classes and interacting with them more on that aspect gets me a little bit more intrigued. So that was something I mentioned to them. So hopefully follow up with them tomorrow and see what we got going on. But it's actually got me excited about working in the hospital setting now that I'm back and, um, yeah, just kind of trying to put it all together. Still waiting to hear what comes of the Colorado Rockies organization here. That could also put a curveball in things because I don't want to accept something and then have another opportunity come up and I got to put them in a bad position. And also, obviously, I'm working with F45, uh, coaching with them. So it's all these little things and I'm still kind of juggling what I want to do. Um, I may not even you know take another position. I may just stay with F45, keep working on life of a fighter, keep focusing on fighting and training. So that's enough kind of right there. But if the right opportunity presents itself and it's something that works towards my overall goals, helping people, uh, getting clinical experience or hands-on experience, whether it's pro athletes or in the medical setting, that's going to be something that really can get my attention. And also, I finally, 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 after spending days and weeks reaching out to insurance companies, trying to get somebody to talk to to clarify what process um, I personally need to go through and the business needs to go through, excuse me. I got a hold of Blue Cross Blue Shield, got the right people on the line, got the right phone number, got the right person on the line, put in the uh, application for approval for credentials and all that fun stuff. So now I got to see what kind of credentials I either personally need to present or have part of my team present and how that's going to work. So I'm excited to see what the next steps are because what I want to do is, you know, we're starting with Blue Cross Blue Shield, Medicaid, Medicare and helping people through that aspect so that we can still collect through insurance so it's not going to financially strain uh, people that way that has that option. But ultimately, I want to expand to other insurance companies for people that maybe aren't on Medicare, Medicaid, that have uh, private insurance through other organizations or through their corporate uh, jobs, anything like that. I want to be able to offer more opportunities and be able to cover more through the insurance because this is, in my opinion, a key factor in health is preventative care. And that's what I like to think we're doing here, a big step of it or at least a big part of it. So I'm excited to hear back from them in the next two weeks. I should hear back on the initial process of paperwork I started today, what the next steps are, where we're going, time frames, all that good stuff, and what's going to come up from it. So that could be exciting. I'll keep you guys continuously posted on that. Um, yeah, just it's kind of a whirlwind because got my morning session in, went to the meetings. That was great. Then I rushed over to F45, got to jump into class myself at 445, crushed a strength training session. Um, it was called Panthers today. So what's cool about F45s, they have programs with different themes of the day. So Panthers is more of a strength-based theme. Um, they have a varsity program, which is more of a conditioning-based uh, cardiovascular. Then they have T10, which is tomorrow. That's a strength combo with cardiovascular. So they have all these different days and different programs with different goals. So I took this week specifically to really try and take as many classes as I could, especially on the days that I'm teaching, because A, I want my hip flexor to get a little bit of a rest, um, especially from the programming I was doing with acceleration, let my body get a little time off from that, especially because we were going like five by five or five by three 
or somewhere in that three to five range for our heavier sets and then doing my auxiliary workouts after that. So I found this change of pace has been a little refreshing. Feels good for the body. I'm definitely a little neurologically taxed because it's a little more high intensity on, on most of the days. Um, so I, I kind of paying attention to that. But overall, hip flexor is feeling good, and it's nice to be able to work out with people in class that I'm normally coaching so that I can kind of show them that I'm also working too, even though, you know, they're going to work hard regardless. Um, I got my heart rate. I got a new Lion Heart heart rate monitor uh, through F45, so I got to actually check my heart rate today in class. I'm going to get an email about that and check it out. I was basically working – because this is something I, I try to monitor on my own, and I use my phone. Uh, I have an app on there that's a heart rate monitor. You put your finger up to your camera and your light, and it checks your pulse, but it's a little wacky. It's not 100% accurate, and um, I have a Fitbit, but it's still honestly in the box. I never took it out, so I was like, you know what? Let me use the F45 one while I'm in class, and uh, it was awesome, man. I was able to keep my heart rate between 80 and 90%. Um, even though it was a strength training workout. And then I'm assuming, you know, if I was between 80 and 90% in our strength training workouts, because I really do push myself with weights to keep my heart rate and challenge myself. Because, you know, I'm, I'm, I've had these conversations with bodybuilders. And if you talk to really serious bodybuilders, some of them will even tell you, a lot of them actually will say, you know what, you don't even need cardio, which I don't necessarily actually agree with. But if you want to challenge yourself aerobically and, and challenge your heart rate and uh, cardiovascular, you can just lift um, heavier or push that pace and change your weights and you can get that kind of a stimulation. Do I 100% agree with that? Not necessarily. Do I think that's the best option depending on your sport and for performance? No. But I think there's some basis and truth behind that. So that, I thought that was interesting. I really recommend you guys um, just checking heart rate. Try and collect as much data as possible when you're training, uh, whether it's your heart rate, whether it's blood work, nutrient panels, obviously monitoring how much weight you're using on your performance exercises. All of that is awesome because it's tangible things we can go back to three months from now, a month from now, and look at, oh, wow, look at my heart rate. Look at my recovery aspect. Um, look at my blood work. Look at my testosterone levels. Look at my cortisol. All these different aspects are you know, cholesterol levels, all these things we can we can look at. Obviously, body fat percentage, total weight, inches lost or gained, depending on what your goals are. Um, again, so those are some things I'm paying attention. And I got a new book, uh, Memory Rescue, which came recommended to me because I posted about that because I was thinking about, you know, I want to do some more research on Alzheimer's and uh, brain function, uh, especially if I might be working with the hospital and working with the elderly community. I want to kind of get a little bit more of an understanding on all the different potential diseases and potential um, medical conditions that we may be working with. So I'm excited about that, but I, I don't know if it's alarming or if it's just something that's good to know now is one of the things they have is a little survey where you basically, they ask, I think it was like 30, 35 questions and you give a range scale of like zero to four, four being like, okay, very common, zero being like never at all. And it would ask you like, you know, do you forget where your keys are? Do you forget when you walk into a room? Um, you know, and then you kind of rank it and on my scoring, um, if I'm doing it right, I was also driving, so I wasn't writing it down. I was just kind of adding it up in my head. But from my scoring, I'm already somewhat in that like moderate range of potential brain memory loss and issues. Um, but again, like I said, I was driving. Um, I may have also not exactly scored it 100% correctly. So I'm going to redo that. I think at some point over the next couple of weeks, just so I can get a baseline score. Even if it's you know zero and I have no risk of memory loss right now, I want to be ahead of the curve. A, because of obviously I've expressed this in the past, because of fighting, I monitor that. 
But it's also something I recommend for everyone because something that made me kind of pay attention to brain function even more is not just from the fight world, but now being in these uh, care partner facilities and seeing the elderly community and some of them really aren't, you know, 50, 55 years old. That's not that old. So that was kind of alarming to me to see that we can have issues that early and a lot of it can be not 100% curable, let's say, but preventable, hence preventative medicine and things that we can prolong and put ourselves in a healthier position. So that's something that I'm going to do and I recommend, even if it's not through memory rescue, but getting a survey, find something else. I'll see if I can find a couple links um, over the next coming weeks or I'll share on social media or maybe I'll even put it in the show notes here of where you can take a survey and just get a score and the idea behind it, just like a concussion test, you take an exam so you have something to measure it to. So if you think like three months, six months, a year from now, you know what? I'm actually more forgetful than I was a year ago. All right, let's take some uh, preventative measures, whether it's changing our diet, going to the doctor. Obviously, first and foremost, go to the doctor. I'm not a physician. I'm not your physician. I'm not giving you medical advice here, or nor do we do that on the website. I just give you my perspective and try and help everybody. Uh, I want to make that very clear. But it can let you know, all right, I should go to the doctor. Let me get this checked. Let me see what he has to say. Go to a specialist. Um, Or it can give you that reassurance like, hey, wow, all right, my nutrition and training, everything's looking good. Um, I'm feeling good. Memory loss isn't there. If anything, I'm getting better. It's just good to know and have that information. Um, So yeah, talk classes. Everybody came to work. Uh, I, I love the atmosphere we have there. Everyone comes to kick butt, take names. Even we have new people in the class. I had a couple new people today. I had a great attitude, and it goes by quick. It's not easy workouts, guys. There's something I'm telling you. As a professional athlete myself, I still am challenged. Obviously, you can see like 80 to 90% max heart rate through the class, but it's you can push yourself as hard as you want to go. If you want to go easier, you can go lighter, sure. You can take a little easier, let your heart rate drop, but honestly, if you express to the coaches, um, and this is really, I think, any good coach and any good program and any good facility, if you express what your goals are, they'll hold you accountable. Um, and obviously, we want to measure up the person and the personality. And some people might get turned off if you push them too hard or hold them too hard accountable in the beginning. But that's something that I found that's awesome about at least the atmosphere here at F45 in South Asheville is everyone wants to be held accountable. They want to be pushed. And we have a really good training atmosphere there. So that was awesome. Broke down. Um, everything we had, what we do is we set up for the next day. So I got my setup on, locked up, head home. And again, I'm doing um, fasting, starting as close to sunset as I can. But the last couple of nights, two nights really, it's been a little bit later. Like tonight it was closer to 10. It was like 8.40, I think, 8.45. By the time I got home at 8. So had dinner with Ash and Rose, Ash's mom, a.k.a. Mama Rose. And we watched This Is Us. So I, I try and budget in time a little bit here and there to watch shows and have time with my family and Ash otherwise. You know, I find even though it's and we're still early in our marriage and we're still in the honeymoon phase, honestly, like we're still like all lovey dovey and all that fun stuff. I feel like it has to be a daily practice, um, just like training is, just like fitness, just like motivation, all these other things. I want to pay attention to my relationship and make it the most successful thing I have. Um, honestly, over my business, over my fight, everything like to me, and that's something I told Ashley, and I've even told Pascal when I was in Thailand, and it kind of jumped out of my mind recently. It was like, you know what? My relationship with Ashley is even more important than my fight career. And that's kind of like almost alarming to an extent because younger me, like early 20s and, you know, late teens would kick my ass for even just thinking that because, you know, to me, the the training atmosphere in my personal career, business and fight career, that was like no one's going to come between that. But 
honestly, not that I even think it, by focusing on my relationship, I think my fighting gets better. Honestly, I was actually talking to my uncle, Uncle Phil, about this. Technically, Ashley's uncle, but we're all family. Um, about this one day where I used to fight out of anger and hatred and channel up all this negative energy and like divide the world between myself. And I thought I needed that to really be a successful fighter. And at one point, especially when I met Ashley and I, I went through injuries, I took time off. I thought I was never going to fight again and uh, didn't achieve really any of the goals I set out. For. I mean, I achieved a couple like winning some medals and winning fights and all that stuff, but like not like I hadn't won a belt at that point. I hadn't gone professional. Um, still have more goals. Like I want to bring professional belt and a title and uh, see where it goes after that. But I realized that I can be a happy, positive person and that makes me a better martial artist because then I'm not focusing on my emotions to win the fight with knockout power or anything like that. I can be clear, have clarity in the ring, have good technique and that's what's going to get me the better results. And that's what I've found. So it gives me also peace throughout the day because it's stressful to hate people all day long and train out of anger and hatred. Um, So that's something that I've learned to transition by focusing on my marriage and my relationships and my family and friendships. It makes me a better fighter. It makes me, in my opinion, just better at everything. So that's something I kind of uh, recommend to everybody there is whether you're married or in a relationship or not, no matter what your goal is, don't just obviously focus on that, give it 100%, but look at how it's affecting the relationships around you. Look at the people you have around you. I'm sure you guys have heard this, but it's a law of averages. Like, you know, look at the four people you surround yourselves with monetarily. I can tell you roughly your income. I can also tell you who you are from a personality standpoint. If you're around a bunch of scumbags, more than likely you're a scumbag or you're going to be perceived as a scumbag, guilty by association. Um, and, you, you know, it's it's... Something that's such a cliche saying, but it holds truth, and it's a cliche for a reason because it holds weight. And um, what's that saying? It's with uh, fuck something about a tide. All boats rise to the lowest tide, or I, I don't really know. I'm, I'm butchering the saying. I'm sure a bunch of you listen to this yelling right now, but I'll figure it out later. Um, but yeah, so have that time after training. Ate dinner. We sat together. Had dinner together, which is important to me whenever we can. Watched a show together, This Is Us, which is a great show. I think it's Netflix. might be Hulu. I don't even know. Um, Spent time with Rose. We caught up on meetings today and what I'm thinking about, what the future holds, all that fun stuff. Um, Yeah, and then once we got that, boom, brought it over here. Got Even before I started the podcast, I set up some other things. Uh, Always constantly working on partnerships and sponsorships and different content and back end things and it's that's been a headache so if you guys actually know anyone that's a really good uh you know tech person i mean i i understand tech but it's like i need someone that can actually work as a virtual assistant and i've just gone through a string of virtual assistants that really just don't i don't know if they just don't speak english as their first language and they don't understand me or it's just i'm not doing a good job of communicating or i'm setting my expectations too high but I'm setting these goals for them and they're just not able to achieve and I have to go through new virtual assistant after new virtual assistant. And it's hard because even though when I Skype with them, like a lot of times I can't meet them in person. Um, and honestly, it's it, it's cheaper to outsource when we go outside the country, you know, which is unfortunate. But honestly, I'm a business and I want to make things not only effective and um, awesome for you guys, but it has to be, it doesn't have to be hugely profitable, especially right now, but hey, it is a business and I do need to make money and I have a wife and I have a family and I want to have a bigger family. I want to have kids and buy a house and all these other things. So 
it's part of it. Um, that's an exciting thing too. I've been looking around at some real estate and checking out things in Asheville and buying homes if I want land, if we want to be in Asheville, outside of Asheville, prop, blah, 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 all that kind of fun stuff. So it's all good things. And yeah, it's late now. I'm going to finish this up. I'm going to edit it. And when I say edit it, I mean really just upload it, put it, put it together with the blog. Um, so you guys know it's like, you know, right now I'm actually doing everything between, since we're between virtual assistants, I just have the coaches that are working with clients and then it's myself doing the marketing, the content, the pretty much everything like, uh, business outreach, all that fun stuff. So if you guys know anyone that's interested, whether it's virtual assistant or marketing or anything like that, send them my way. Um, not a hundred percent sure how much we want to commit to more than really one person but if we have a couple people that have specialty roles and it's worthwhile we'll we'll kind of explore that option but really it would be like independent contractor part-time work um but it's necessary and, and i want to invest in the right people too because instead of going through a couple virtual assistants a year and having to constantly rotate them because either maybe you know they just have too many clients or they have too many customers or they're just not good at what they do or they just need more money and um, they're moving on and they're just not telling us. I'm not really sure. But send them our way and hopefully we can get it worked out. And I think that's pretty much it for now, guys. So that's going to wrap it up for day four. I appreciate you guys listening. I've got more to come constantly. And also check in the post, a blog post, see the show notes if you're listening to this just on iTunes or whatnot. I put up a music playlist on our blog under the podcast audio. So um, if you guys want to hear some of the music I've listened to today or that I just kind of put in there that I thought was a perfect theme for the day and what I was doing, you guys can check that out. And I will catch you tomorrow. So I just wanted to say thank you guys again for watching, listening, consuming that episode. If you guys enjoyed it and you haven't already, please like, uh, please comment. If you haven't reviewed, please leave a review. If you haven't followed or subscribed, please do that as well. Again, it tremendously helps us out. And then just a quick reminder, if you guys want more resources, we have them below. We have our programs, everything from free all the way up to paid and kind of everything in between. Dial in with the customization and we have more information on different programs and resources in our newsletter. So if you haven't signed up for that, do so below. It's free. And that is it, y'all. See you on the next one.